Welcome back. My name is Steve. I'm Erica. And I'm Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things Covering Lost. Yeah, that's right. We are covering season one of the hit show Lost. If you are watching right now, you'll notice that Kit Laser is a woman. Is a woman. <laughs> Hi, guys. I've been like this the whole time. Hashtag time's up. Here we go. Yeah, so Kit is, uh, he's out. He is at Sundance right Dancing now. Dancing on the sun, baby. He's meeting Kristen Stewart. Yeah. He's taking photos of Pedro Pascal across the street. Rubbing elbows with all the hot celebs. Yeah. He's got his name in lights. I mean, come he on. He does yeah. have his yeah. name in lights. He's, he's pretty crazy. We're proud of him. He's yeah. doing great work out there. But uh, while he's gone, Erica has volunteered. Hey, Erica. Or more likely been voluntold to step up <laughs> and. <laughs> She's being chained to the, to the floor right now. I had a say in this, everyone who's yeah. listening. Yeah. We, we don't don't worry. We let her out every few hours to see this get sunlight. Don't we worry. feed her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. We're Mary- watering her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we worry. We used to tip from sun to get some aloe on my handcuff yeah. scar. So. Yeah. <laughs> but Erica is stepping up to, to be the third host of uh, Lost while Kit is away this week. Uh, before we get into the actual uh, uh, deep dive of this episode, episode 17 in translation, Erica, why don't you kind of get everyone up to speed on like what your relationship is to Lost since this is the first time you've been on our Lost coverage? Yeah, sure. So um, I watched some episodes of Lost many, many years ago, and I got the facts real wrong when I was rewatching it. And also I started watching it with the show because I'm a huge fan of the show. And um, I realized that I accidentally missed an episode. Um, I missed episode six, which would have made this episode (laughs) as I was watching it and taking notes make so much more sense. (laughs) But I did rewatch it and I actually it actually changed my opinion of this particular episode. Hmm. Yeah, it it did actually. Um, Because you and I watched uh, in translation episode 17 together. We did. And I know in real time you were having some issues with it. Some real issues. <laughs> but going back and watching episode six kind of fixed some of those. For yeah. You. And I think it would probably be good. I mean, even for the listeners to kind of remind themselves of what those flashbacks were from yeah. House of the Rising Sun, because I had never seen them and didn't realize I missed it. I uh, thought it was really up to date. But, you know, that uh, that big break with the. Um, yeah, I was about to strike. say, like, even yeah. in the timeline of our own show, streaming yeah. things, we've we watched episode six, House of the Rising Sun, like what, back in. May. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I had my facts super confused. About it's been a minute. Whose dad's dead. Whose right. dad's alive. <laughs> what? Dead, dead, I live. Everyone's dad is dead. I mean, most of them, yeah. Except Abandoned for parent island. <laughs> At least one of your parents is gone, probably dead, or left you. You know who didn't get stranded on this island? A therapist. So they really confused God. that. God oh damn God. it. Oh my man. If a therapist <sighs> got stranded on this island, everyone would be so much happier. Right? They could just live in harmony, start a new I mean, world. Locke is basically a therapist mm-hmm. in in mm-hmm. these episodes. Oh, that brings up another interesting topic. Yeah. Uh, having some religious background myself, I see a ton of religious iconography in this show. Yeah. And it's very yeah. Interesting, very interesting. Even going back and watching the episode that I lost, uh, that I lost. Oh, 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 got me there. I feel like uh, we gotta get this. Oh no. This button's coming out a lot. Accidental puns are happening. Uh, the episode that I missed. Uh, it, it, there was yeah, so much religious iconography surrounding John Locke. Yeah, he's the Jesus. You really, you don't fuck with the Jesus. Don't <laughs> fuck with the Jesus. 
Well, listener, we are covering episode 17 in translation of Lost season one. We are, if you haven't heard, we're covering two episodes of Lost a week. So we got this episode on Monday and on Friday, uh, Lost number 18 or Lost episode 18 will be coming out. Episode 18 is called Numbers. A very, a very hotly anticipated episode that uh, a lot of people are looking forward to. Uh, But today we're doing in translation. Uh, Originally aired in February 23rd of 2005, directed by Tucker Gates and written by Javier Griot. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. I'm so sorry, Javier. And Leonard Dick. Uh, I know how to pronounce that one. Dick. <laughs> if you like what we do on streaming things, you can support the show going to patreon.com slash streaming things and uh, sign up at a, pro- a variety of tiers. Uh, and if you don't have money to throw away, that's okay. That's totally understandable. You can uh, support us by giving us a five star review wherever you listen to this. You can also email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. We have a P.O. box. Look in the show notes. If you want to send us shit, do that. It's a lot of fun. And uh, but without further ado, let's get into it let's dive in madison uh i'm sorry erica oh you are the newbie of the show oh yes let's start with you what are your overall thoughts for episode 17 in translation i kind of mentioned a little this already um but i actually didn't love it at first watch um i'm not sure that i love it even after having the background information that i missed um i didn't it's fine it's fine. It's definitely not my favorite episode. The AI algorithm, when I put this episode into it, is going to be like, quote, it's fine. It's fine. Erica. This Erica. is fine. Um, you know, I, I just feel like a couple of things didn't work for me and we can get more into it when we deep dive it. But um, I felt like uh, there was a lot of times where they're like, we really want you to buy into this relationship trauma and it just didn't work for me personally the trauma is specifically of Jin and son yeah yeah and it you know i mean there were some things that just didn't it, it just didn't connect but that's just me personally going back and seeing episode six since i realized that i had missed that somehow uh it, it filled in a lot of the missing pieces for me um it, it still wasn't enough to like win me over like this is a great episode um, but yeah, overall, this was okay. All right. Okay. Madison, what are your overall thoughts for episode 17? Uh, my overall thoughts. So I, after watching this episode, I was just like, oh, wow. Like this is a lot to unpack here. Like we, we get a lot of deep, more deep dive into Jin's background with kind of the relationship with him and son's father. Um, which I I know leading up to this point, we had been highly anticipating. And I think Kit even recently was like, I want more of Jin and Son. He loves Son and Jin. Uh, Yeah. So I I was like, okay, like this is, I'm happy we're revisiting this. And we we do kind of revisit a scene that was presented to us earlier. So I was like, okay, we're connecting the dots here. Like this is good. Um, And then... I feel like there are some other twists and turns as well. Like Sun, we finally get Sun speaking English in front of everybody. And everyone's like, the big reveal. What the fuck? You speak English? What the hell? Took 17 Um, episodes and we finally got that reveal. And we finally get this like showdown between Jin and Michael, like just building up the sexual tension between the two of them. And I'm finally able, they were were just able to release that on each other. I loved it when they kissed. Yeah. Such a good, (laughs) such a good moment. I love, I loved watching their release (laughs) on each other. It was so good. Like, uh, finally, good for you guys. Um, Look away, Walt. (laughs) 
I <laughs> I would say because this episode had so many like highly anticipated moments, it was I I do enjoy this episode quite a bit. Um, I I don't think it's my favorite, but I would definitely acknowledge this as like okay, this is a this is a milestone episode for season one for a lot of things to come to fruition, or there are a lot of I don't want to say mystery solved, but a lot of like highly anticipated moments have occurred. Yeah. So I would say that too. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the mysteries of their relationship at least are, yes. are put together. Yes. Yeah. And um I was I did enjoy diving into a little bit of Jin's like background. Like, oh okay, like we kind of knew like this is what he did, but getting to see it in like in the full element of like, oh, like he he was doing it but he didn't enjoy it. That's kind of nice. We get a little bit more of like character development with him as well. Yeah. Um but Steve, please share. <laughs> I so I also I think I'm probably I look at this episode the most favorable out of the three of us. I, th- I definitely like it a lot more than Erica because hmm. as we were watching it, she was like, "Fuck this episode!" And I'm like, oh, I don't know, I kind of like that scene. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and I was like, "What? Well, I don't, I don't know. I just." It's okay. Love what you love. I, I think the reason why I, I don't. So I think House of the Rising Sun is a much stronger episode than this one. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think I was more sympathetic to that episode after realizing I missed it. Going back and watching it. I was way more sympathetic to that episode than this one. Yeah. But then some of the parts that I didn't like and didn't make sense to me kind of connected. So. Yeah. And, and and I do. One of the things I really like about this episode is it's basically doing House of the Rising Sun again. But now you're seeing the mm-hmm. flashback events happening through Jin's perspective. The raw version of it. The right. Raw, yeah. The raw. Yeah. And wriggling. It's Jin and Sun raw and unfiltered. And, uh, and, and, and like you said, Madison, <laughs> this is a seminal moment in the show where a lot of things that we have been building up towards finally have that climax, that crescendo, the whole secret of sons, uh, knowing Such English a big climax and how the two of them, uh, the relationship ha- is, is at a crossroads and even like the relationship with Michael and Jin and son is at mm-hmm. a crossroads. And I think the explosion at the end of the episode is satisfying. It comes to a satisfying conclusion in a way that when this episode ends, you're like, okay, cool. I'm excited to see where we go from here. Yeah. Because no longer are there going to be tongue like, ooh, Kate knows. Ooh, yeah. Michael knows. Ooh, but Jin don't the know. cat's out of the bag, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I literally, in my notes, I have a note that says, the sun is out of the bag. Ah, <laughs> so, nice. Uh, the sun has risen. If I did have or to. Or set. Ah. <laughs> yes. We don't know. The, the rising sun finally set. <laughs> oh, what if this was called the house of the setting sun? <laughs> <laughs> they missed an opportunity <laughs> They <there>. really did. <laughs> uh, but no, this, I, this episode title obviously is a joke because you read lost dot dot dot. In, in translation, translation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but it's f- so clever, <laughs> so goddamn clever. But yeah, I, if I had to rank the episodes, it would probably be somewhere in the middle, yeah. but I do like it overall. I do yeah. think it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that we've talked about how we like it overall, let's get into the deep dive. Deep, deep, deep. And this ain't really a true lost episode unless it opens with somebody's eyeball eyeballs. Let me see them peepers. That's what the writers say. Every they're opening peepers. That's what I, all the scripts read. Mm-hmm. But this time we're looking at Jack. Or I'm sorry, Jin's peepers. Uh, he's at the beach. It's looking pretty, but he's looking pretty somber because he's remembering. He's having a memory. Uh, Let's go back in time. Back in time. 
Uh, and he's remembering the moment uh, with uh, Jin, and he's asking Sun's dad, Mister uh, Pike. Pike? Is that how we're pronouncing that? I have no idea. He's he's Sun's dad in all of my notes. Sun's mm-hmm. dad. P a i k. Pike. Yeah. Pike. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he's he's a businessman. Mm-hmm. He he looks like he's very busy. He's writing. He's signing papers. And Jin's like, hey, I really, hey, dude, I really want to marry your daughter. She's pretty cool. Uh, uh, is that okay? And he's like, okay, but what are your dreams? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I want to, I want to open a restaurant and then maybe a hotel after that. He's like, okay, cool. Uh, would you be willing to work with work for me? And he's like, uh, sure. If that means you'll let me marry your daughter. He's like, ha, you fool. You (laughs) fell into my trap. Tricked. How can I trust my daughter with a man who would so easily give up on his dreams? And then he saves it by saying, your daughter is my dreams. Oh, Oh, Jen. That's so sweet of you. So cute. Erica, you're hiding your face. Adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all cringy. Oh, come on. When we when we watch Your daughter is my dream. When we dream. Don't be so jaded. When we watch this together, you 100% were like, "Oh, spin." Oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> what a player. <laughs> that was actually just Steve. Mm. Oh, Jin. Are that you, was. Uh, yes, he's just reversing us. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he clearly comes from a fisherman family because he has caught this hook, <laughs> line, and sinker. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> But Mr. But Mr. Pike seems to be like, ah, game recognizes game. It yeah. shakes his hand like that. Well played, son. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, you kiss ass. <laughs> You're in. <laughs> and if we went to House of the Rising Sun, we would have seen the next scene where he goes and tells Sun that he approved of right. their union. But right. now we actually see how that got to unfold, which is yeah. kind of cool. Uh, in the future, in the present, uh, Jin sees Sun disrobing she's in a bikini she wants to enjoy let her live and yeah he's not super cool about this uh i'm coming out (laughs) that's what son wants to do literally that's right she's just in a bikini like she's like let me live bro rock that body yeah Mm -hmm. he's he's trying to cover up he doesn't want the uh, the other people on the island to see what a smoking hot wife he's got right smoking hot uh, and but everyone's watching them. They're all arguing in Korean. No one knows what they're saying, but they definitely know. Like, hey, cool. Yeah, that's not good. They're mm-hmm. all definitely like judging. Like, we have a say in this relationship that we know nothing about because we don't know what they're I saying. I forget who it was that said, "Should we interfere?" Claire asked if they should interfere. Yeah. yeah, and then like you know, Kate and Jack are right. You know, which being like, I, I I understand yeah, like the scenario sure. of like the situation like. Is it really our business? But like they are on this island. And also yeah. within the context of the show, the way that they've presented Jin specifically from yes. everyone else's perspective yeah. is they are, they're very, they're painting Jin to be very abusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't, I don't, I, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't, he hasn't straight up like physically no, been abusive, he's but not there's definitely abusive. an they emotional just, abusiveness to well, it. Well, it's always been in the context of her like uncovering herself. Well, that, but also just like, He's very like anti-feminist don't, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I just am he's like, like, don't look at her. I don't have like, a wife in your Button your top. Yeah. Button your top. Don't show your body. He's yeah. very. Don't um, talk to anybody. Right. Yeah. Which is weird because like when. Not that it's weird because I, th- I think there is maybe a cultural element to that. But mm-hmm. also I think it's interesting how that is such like a major point for him, even though it's not emphasized in the past. Like that part of their relationship is not emphasized in the past, unless I'm missing something. Yeah. So 
Yeah. I think, and I didn't think about this until I went back and saw that episode again, uh, episode six, and watched the flashback. I'm thinking like, oh, you know, what if he's just like trying to protect her? Like, we don't know these people on this island. He doesn't know that she speaks English and can communicate to people. We don't know these people. People could be predators and evil and, and stuff. Like, cover yourself. Like, don't there, be flashing. I, there is not a lot that that's of complication. A, that's, yeah. Not that that's okay, right. but I'm just saying, like, trying to see sure. both sides. Where is this coming from? It's definitely a very yeah. complicated relationship because they're, the island people are only seeing one side of it exactly. that they're not understanding. But there exactly. is, you can see and the more you learn about Jin and his motivations where he's like, he, he's almost resentful of Sun because he has to keep the secret from her because he's trying to protect her about the, the the truth about her dad. And because of that secret, it's sort of made them grow resentful of each other mm-hmm. and they've pulled apart. Again, none of this is like justifying what he's doing. Not at it's all. It's just a very complicated relationship that yeah. I, I is, is enjoyable to watch in a TV show. Yeah, it's interesting. It would because be, nobody, it'd be shitty to live. <laughs> it's ironic because nobody can understand what's going on between them because of the language. And then they also don't know what's going on between them either because neither one of them is telling the truth to each other. So... Right. Symbolism. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Michael eventually <laughs> steps up because he has a little bit of a rapport with Sun and he's like, no, nah, man, I'm not going to let him push her around and treat her like like this. So he yeah. steps in, kind of pushes Jin. Jin's getting upset. But then Sun, <gasps> twist of fate, she's the one that mm. steps in between them and slaps Michael and is like, fuck off. She woke up and chose violence. She yeah, did. she did. She did. <laughs> and she said, then, uh, I'm going to wear this bikini and choose violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm empowered. <laughs> oh yeah, um, that's chaotic good. <laughs> yeah, but she she smacks him in the face, and Michael's like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? I was trying to help you." And then we later, she comes out and she's like, "I was protecting you." Blah, trying, blah, blah, blah. Really, my violence against you was saving you. Yeah, she pulled a gin. She did. She pulled a gin. Oh, silly man, thinking you understand things. Lost. <laughs> that's when we get the title card. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> we come back to Jin. <laughs> He's looking at the watch that he was uh, given by her father to like give to somebody in L.A. And and then he asks son like, yo, what's going on with you and Michael? Like this mm-hmm, guy like mm-hmm. always steps up and is trying to protect you. I've seen you talking to him. Mm-hmm. What's going on? She says, but she says nothing's going on, man. You're being crazy. Don't, yeah. don't think about it. Back in time. Uh, we see Sun getting ready for their wedding. She's getting Aww. her dress. Uh, they whoever, both look amazing. They look so good. I love his suit. Mm-hmm. It's his, very nice. His suit's great. Her dress is also like phenomenal. Beautiful. Yes. Lots of color. So gorgeous. I, uh, Erica, you pointed out we were watching her <laughs> friend. What does she say? She's like, don't forget your guests. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> don't bone too hard. <laughs> They're going to hear you. <laughs> uh, but but Sun says something like, oh, man, boy, this is such a great wedding. I'm so happy. I wish your dad were alive to see this and, and Jin kind of has a little bit of like uh yeah me too definitely not feeling things about that right which in the moment i assume as the audience you're supposed to be like oh he said his dad's dead yeah um, she's all apologetic oh i'm sorry i didn't even we, hurt your feeling we should move to an island maybe a dead dad island <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> but he gives her a kiss they're obviously very very much in love but then he says like hey you know, or she says, like, it would be great to be going on a honeymoon together. And he's like, well, you know, I've got to do this work for your dad. I want to prove to him that I'm in it. It'll be six months. I got to do this management training. And then after six months, we can go on our honeymoon. Isn't that great? And she's like, ah, no, maybe. 
But then I want to get dick down. That would be. I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, she's months. like, "This is my motherfucking honeymoon." You are you are you positing that they can't have sex for six months? No. Dang. But not on their honeymoon. Now I know. No, why. no, 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 no. I'm saying no. I'm not positing that. I'm just saying, like, give her a motherfucking honeymoon. Yeah. yeah. Honeymoon her all this sex, other shit. Honeymoon sex is different. Come than on. Regular sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't be know. daddy's little bitch. Give right. me a honeymoon, motherfucker. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> you you know that if son would be like, Dad, Daddy, yeah. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. She's too proud. Jin, Good for daddy. her. <laughs> Jin says we can't go to honeymoon because he wants to impress you, Daddy, but I want to honeymoon, Daddy. Daddy, give me a honeymoon. Daddy, please. Daddy. Good daddy. for her for not being Farouk Assault. Yes, Daddy. <laughs> no, Daddy. Daddy. No, stop saying Daddy so much. Ew. <laughs> I don't like it. But uh, Jim, being the suave, you know, debonair guy that he is, he just plucks a little flower and puts it in her hair and is like, mm-hmm. hey, baby girl, will be okay. Hey, baby girl. <laughs> It'll be okay. Daddy. That totally works. Uh, in the present, Michael is building his boat. Uh, son approaches him. And like you said, Madison's like, hey, yo, sorry I slapped you in the face, but I was protecting you because uh, if I didn't intervene and slap you in the face, he would have slapped you in the face several times. Right. <laughs> my violence saved you violence it's a, it's a family thing we do it we it's punch just, people and yeah. protect them that way Come on. right that's how we protect uh, our own but she says you don't know what he's capable of because in, J- in son's mind she thinks that Jin has been straight up murdering people for her husband or uh, for her her daddy <laughs> daddy daddy is murdering people daddy why do you have to have my husband murder people for you daddy, daddy? why are you killing people daddy i so daddy, hate the daddy. <laughs> daddy 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 i love what we're doing with our mics i'm just copying you because that's what you were Do doing daddy, daddy tell jen not to kill people for daddy, a weekend quit daddy. making my husband kill people it's ruining our sex life okay if it's ruining your sex life pumpkin he See, said, this is how you know the difference between me and Kit. Yeah, <laughs> Kit it would be like, yeah, I'm into this. And I'm like, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> Say it as much as you want. <laughs> Erica, why are you leaving? <laughs> I love it. But, you know, Michael, to his credit, is like, hey you, hey, you know what? It's on me. I was sticking my nose in someone else's business. It sounds like he's your problem, not mine. Fair. Damn. Yeah, I love Michael. He has. He seems to be the one who has the most level head because he can like come back and be like, "No, I shouldn't have said that." Unless it involves Walt, that. he has the most level head out of anyone yeah. on that Even island. with Walt, though, I mean, just me being a parent and all, like seeing the way he comes back and talks, I'm like, you know what, buddy, I did this thing and I shouldn't have done this thing, and I'm sorry about that. And Walt's like, I- I'm going to create a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Create a polar bear, and it's gonna kill you, Dad. No, I don't know. Like, That's hilarious. Did Michael come to Dead Dead Island so he could be killed by a polar bear? <laughs> oh no! So he's trying to kill his dad, so he's oh, in with everyone else. Okay. Oh, that man. makes so cool. sense. Well, Walt's, well, maybe Dead Dead Island should be Dead Parent Island because yeah, Walt dead has a parent. dead dead mom. So. That's true. That's true. That's true. You got me there. It's about, dead to, be, par- it's about to be Orphan Island. <laughs> dead Parent <laughs> Island doesn't roll off the tongue. It's not as cute. Right? Orphan Island kind of yeah. does. Orphan, Orphan Island. Island. Orphan Island. Your parents Orphan gave you up because Island. they didn't want you. I mean, Locke and Walt would live there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, and they, sure. ha- they get along so well. They do. Okay, we've invented something for them. Orphan yeah. Island. Let's give them peace. Orphan You're not gonna get more Island. soup? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jin, he he does the most alpha male thing ever and takes out his frustrations with golf. Wolf. <laughs> Which 
<laughs> Did you have this written down in your notes? Like I, I laughed every time Jen took a swing and go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The sound design was just beautiful. His noises, his golf noises. I hope that was like somebody else. Oh, like they were, yeah. they were like sound biting another person doing that and just dubbing it over him. He's like, I didn't get a honeymoon. So these are my honeymoon noises. I don't want son to hear my noises. <laughs> That's why they didn't have one. <laughs> Wait, do it and I'll do the, the hitting of the rock. Three, two, one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Hurley tries to, you know, kind of check him. in with him because they have a bond. They peed on him um, <laughs> or Jen peed on Hurley. Yeah. Uh, he's like, hey, man, I figured you might want to relax. I don't know exactly what Hurley was trying to offer to do to relax. I don't know either. Uh, so they were two fishing poles. Like, let's go fish. Oh. Let's go fishing. Like, that's how we bond and we catch things. Let's yeah. do another let's manly do. activity aside yeah. from golf. Let's yeah. go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, because I, I wasn't sure what Hurley was trying to do, but fishing makes yeah. sense. And that, and again, I always at, at this point in the show, I love kind of stepping back and trying to just put myself in in Jin's head. Like, is this dude that was like trying to get you to pee on him walking up? Like, hey, dude, I know you're golfing and going through stuff, but uh, let's go work. We want fishy. Yeah, me want a fishy. Like, I'm hungry. <laughs> me hungry. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, but yeah, Hurley's like, all right, man, I tried. If you want to be an outsider, that's But also your in Jim's defense, Jim's defense, Jim, in Jin's defense, he can't understand what Hurley's right. saying. So it's I like, was annoyed with that. So like, yeah, I don't know. I think Fine, I, be an outsider then. Be yeah. a dick. <laughs> he doesn't those, know what you're saying. those rocks. Yeah, no, I was being one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, brother fucking Shannon knows how to uh, do a perfect bowling knot. Um, <laughs> and Saeed is like super. He's like, oh, a woman who knows knots. knots. Hello. And uh, he's got some riz. He's like, I was worried you were going to be a spinster on this island, getting overweight and stuff. Uh, oh, shit. And being so alone. He says that. He's yeah. like, and being you can alone. Tie a knot, the next step and, is knitting. And Shannon's uh. like, oh. And she, she, she suggests that he gets some rope. And I'm like, oh, Saeed hopes he can push some rope later on, if you know what I'm saying. She suggests first that she f- <laughs> she fucked a lot of sailors. So, like, back up off me, Saeed. Uh, uh, I learned this from I other boyfriends. I do this, this flirtatious. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you, do you ship Shannon Saeed? I do. Yeah? Yeah. What about you, Erica? I ship their happiness. Comment redacted. Oh. <laughs> I think you and I are on the same team. I just think that he is too smart for her. I think that she had potential and she made choices they weren't great and not that she can't be redeemed because she could but as she is now she hasn't made a ton of strides to redeem herself i just think it's a weird choice to like make so much of saeed's backstory being like oh i love this woman yeah that's fair and then as soon as the right the 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 hot blonde lady in the beach is like hey mate let me do a thing for you he's like oh my god a bowling knot. I can tie knots <sighs> with my tongue. Can you tie it? <laughs> and you, I know how to French. I mean, I know French. <laughs> can you knot a cherry stem in your mouth? <laughs> Probably. Oh, man. Is that I, gonna I, think? I guarantee Shannon has that <laughs> that trick in her back. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, Saeed has needs. Shannon has needs. Let's not judge him. Again, yeah. You know? I don't want to. I don't want to shame Shannon no too shaming. much. Because, you know, she she's on a journey. She's a human on a journey. Yeah. And and I just and Saeed just I just I really what it really comes down to is Seems I'm jealous. jealous. Yeah. 
Steve's jealous. I want Saeed. I want to tie knots for Saeed. Yeah. I'm going to tie him in a knot. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair. Makes sense. <laughs> Super fair. Uh, but Michael tells Walt um, as they're building, like, hey, man, you're going to love New York City. There's this cool building. It's the Flatiron Building. It, like, inspired me to get into drawing. It's where the Daily Planet is or the Daily Bugle, whatever the Spider-Man paper is. <laughs> right. Uh, and Walt's like, all right. Cool. Can I go play with Vincent? Right. Like has, <laughs> Don't care. has zero interest in Michael's interest. Cool, man. I'm going to go play with the dogs. <laughs> I, I really wish like when Walt said that, Michael like, yo, man, we just had an episode like two weeks ago where we really bonded. What the fuck happened? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Relationship you're not a cool at this dog. point. Yeah. It's been a little inconsistent, but mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. But Jack checks in on Michael. He's like, hey, just so you know, people are starting to talk about this boat and uh, they're going to want on it. But guess what? Who already is on it? Sawyer. Sawyer. He bought his ticket on the on the boat. Uh, there, so there's only one spot available. Assumingly, there's Michael, Walt, Sawyer, and one more person. Uh, Madison, what do you think about this uh, turn of events that Sawyer has bought his ticket onto the raft? Um, I was a little taken aback by it. I wasn't anticipating him taking that opportunity. I don't know why. It, to me, he just seems like kind of like, I don't fucking care if I live or die type of situation. So it's a little weird for me to see Sawyer's character so like obsessed with obsessed with this idea of like getting off the plane. Yeah. So I was like, oh, interesting. But I, I guess the way that they leaned into that was Sawyer has the supplies that Michael needed. So they had to make a bargain in order for Sawyer to get onto the onto the boat. Yeah. But still, this idea that Sawyer's like desperately trying to get off the island is a little faulty to me for his character. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? He's also a schemer. So yeah. whatever way he can like. Is he bringing his, this shit out? Is he bringing a stash with them onto that boat? Like when they leave, he's like, sorry, suckers, all this stuff's coming with me. Have fun surviving. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, well, so we cut to Kate. She's asking some, you know, hey, uh, how long are you going to let Jen treat you like that, girl? Yeah. Woman to woman. What yeah. the fuck? You, you deserve better than that. Right. My lady and son's like, hey, he used to be tender. He used he's, to be soft and sweet. Now he's hard and bitter. <laughs> now he's a big old bitch <laughs> uh, but then there's, uh, we, it's nighttime uh, there's a big commotion the raft is on fire <gasps> oh no oh no everyone's trying to put it out they're throwing sand at it it's not yeah. really working really well uh, but Michael immediately suspects Jin can we just talk about how hard they were working to put that fire out like people are like I got this <laughs> little cup of water in my hands. <laughs> was, it, was it water or sand? I thought they Some were throwing sand Some of it was water. It. Like literally you put like two tablespoons of water in your But I feel like. By the time you get to the boat, there's nothing But there. I feel like yeah. at the, at, yeah, by the time we see the boat, it's like mm-hmm. completely yeah. engulfed, engulfed in yeah. flames. Yeah. Like there's no saving that. Definitely. No. So I would just. Everyone join together, get warm, you know, right. and just enjoy it. Hopefully, Got any hope, yeah, hopefully a real boat finds that or sees that out. In hey, the yeah. yeah, we got yeah. two of them now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Michael really wants to break Chin's neck, but Jack's like, hey, I don't know. Uh, we don't, we don't know. We don't know if it was him or not. It was him. It could have been. Why am I the only one out of breath? It could we have all been ran here. the ghost of Ethan. <laughs> it could be the ghost he of Ethan. He came back from the dead. Yeah, you know? it's a rushing morning. 
<laughs> uh, Sun goes back to the caves and she finds Jin, who's already there, looking for medical supplies. He's hurt. He seemingly has a burnt hand or something. And she's like, oh, my God, you, you did. did it. <gasps> dun, you bum, bum, bastard. Dun, dun. <laughs> back in time. Back Jin in time. Uh, apologizes to Mr. Pink, uh, Sun's daddy. Um He's apparently something happened with like the car because he does something with cars for him. I'm not too entirely I think so. sure. I think it is a car company, like a factory of some sort. Yeah. And he's like, hey, yeah. man, I'm so sorry that the factory's closed. And uh, he's like, no, 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 no. Hey, you're not being upset. I'm here to promote you. You're my new special assistant whereby you assist me in killing motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 wink, wink. Uh, do you know Pyu Hang? Uh, that bitch is uh, closing the factories. I want you to tell the message. What's the message? I'm very displeased. And Jin's like, oh, uh, fucking easy. Easy. Cool. Easiest job oh, ever. All right. Do you want to write I mean, it on a sticky note and I'll just take that hey, over there? And Son, I just got done talking to your dad. Apparently he doesn't know phones exist. He doesn't know he can just call <laughs> this guy and say he's upset. But hey, whatever. It's what your dad it's wants. easy money. <laughs> <laughs> and I do kind of like how the scene plays out. He goes to Mr. Ha- uh, Mr. Hong's place and is like, hey, he's very displeased. displeased. And this dude thinks he's going to murder him. And he's yeah. like, I'm so sorry. Please don't. Oh, don't do it in front of my daughter. No, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> go kill me. Let's go in the okay. back room where you can kill me there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the guy's so relieved that Jin is just like, yeah, he's real upset with you. I don't know why he didn't call you. Uh, it's kind of odd that we work for this guy who owns several businesses and doesn't know that right. telephones exist. Right. Uh, and this or guy's email. so happy. He gives Jin the dog. The Which Jin- I- and, and if you remember, but. this is this is the dog that uh, that he gives son in uh, House of the Rising Sun. Yes. And this is just a, a little girl's dog that <laughs> was like, shut up, little girl. We're taking your puppy. Right. I mean, but your dad's alive. I mean, I, I get it. But at the same time, ooh, like, I guess that's the most valuable thing he could think of. Guess As like a way yeah. to like yeah. apologize. Right here. This is a valuable thing. Take it's it. It's a championship breed, Erica. I mean, look at his little girl's tears. Okay. <laughs> I got, you're right. She'd be crying more if her dad hey. was dead. That's a fair point. I was okay. about to say a really bad At joke. a funeral, she'd be crying more than over but her she, dog. she could gain entry on Dead, dead Dad, dad Island. Island. Oh, my God. One-way ticket. Your daddy didn't open this, <laughs> the, the, the store, so he was murdered, and now he lives permanently in Dead Dad Island. <laughs> Suddenly on the beach, some little girl pops up like, this where the fuck up. did you come God. from? Dead Dad? Yeah, we all. Yeah. It's all, it's all it's, of us. <laughs> <laughs> How'd he die? Oh, bullet oh, he, one? Oh, yeah. he, 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 oh, he didn't cool. give up a dog? Oh, that's no. cool. We got a dog. We, got yeah, one. we have one. Yeah. You yeah. can have it. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in the present, Boone and Saeed are talking. Uh, Saeed wants to, like, kind of do the respectful thing and be like, yo, uh, I think I'm about to fuck your sister. I <laughs> just want to give you the heads up. Listen, sister fucking Boone. <laughs> sister fucking Boone. I want to fuck brother fucking Shannon. <laughs> The way he says it is so like, <laughs> hey, uh, it's very possible that you and your si- your sister and I may become more than just friends. Yeah. I mean, I'm as not- if that wasn't obvious the past couple of episodes. I'm sure Boone. Boone was like, oh, she tell you the knots thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fell for it, too. Oh, God. Oh, no. uh, but Boone, Boone tells him, like, hey, she likes guys who can take care of her. You fit the bill on this island. Once she gets what she wants from you. She's just going to move on. Mm-hmm. Don't take it personally when she does. Yeah. Damn, Boone. Mm. I mean, and I'm a little like, so 
Saeed goes to Boone to like give him this courtesy of like, hey, just I feel like this is definitely a bro code thing. Like, I don't I know. Think so too. I don't know mm-hmm. if like two women would necessarily do this. No, because we don't look at other people as property. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Um, So it was. uh, (laughs) Yeah. You're marking me to edit out. At a point, she's being crazy. Um, (laughs) Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. So sorry. He was like doing bro code. He was doing bro code, is what you're saying. He's doing bro code. Like he was being nice about it. Yeah. So I guess at this point, I'm still like. Because Boone and Saeed's relationship isn't really established. Like, part of me thinks, like, oh, yeah, Saeed recognizes that, like, Boone is close with Locke or whatever. But, like, Saeed, in the end, kind of takes Boone's word for truth. Yeah, and, like, yeah. later on, like, kind of dismisses Shannon. And Shannon recognizes that, like, oh, you fucking talked to my brother. Like, you're going to believe him. Like, so it's interesting. You have, you put, you're putting Saeed in this, like, who do I believe? type of scenario, which also kind of puts the audience in that, you know, perspective too of like, oh, who do I believe? Because we also know the history of Boone and Shannon in this yeah. way of like And Shannon was kind of duplicitous and 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 you know kind of. Yeah. But also like <laughs> very duplicitous. I, she yeah. was also running a con. Yeah. 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 I mean, but at the same time, like yeah. she's she was almost doing it as like a survival technique exactly. too. Because, you know, she yeah. was kind of fucked over by her stepmother via Boone's mom. So it's like, you know, you can't... Should they both fuck Boone's mom? (laughs) Is that how they make the the world even again? Two wrongs do make a right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm still, as the audience, trying to figure out who I consider to be in the right between those two characters. I kind of want to give Shannon the benefit of the doubt having to, like, in terms of, like, her versus Boone and, like, who to whose word to take over the other. I yeah. side with Shannon more than I do Boone. Um, yeah. Cause but, Boone definitely is more vengeful. In yeah. What he's his wound yeah. is very recent. Yeah. Like they, yeah. that just happened before the plane crash. So yeah. he's speaking, he's forgetting all those years of like happiness that they shared together and like where they were brother and sister actually. And yeah. he was looking out for her and he's got this very recent thing. That's kind of like holding over. Yeah. Him. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. But again, like putting Saeed in this, like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. having to choose who to believe, but but like kind of weirdly believes Boone and like yeah. leans into Boone. He's a calculated man, Mr. Saeed. Yeah. 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 And he knows, Which, him, but he also fancies himself as someone who knows when people's li- people are lying. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't torture that long and don't get that skill. Right. <laughs> um, God. And in his mind, just talking to Boone, I'm sure, is com- torture. So, I mean, he's like, he knows that Boone is, at least from Boone's perspective, telling the truth. Right. Yeah. That's true. Uh, uh, whether his perspective Shin is right or not. has more to hide. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Jin wakes up in the woods. I didn't take note that he still has that handcuff on his wrist from, like, I was way back in the first couple that. seasons That's or episodes. from episode six. Is it from episode it six? Okay. I knew it was early on. because he yeah. beats up Michael and they handcuff him. Yeah. Yes. That's been on him since, since episode, episode six. six. Yeah. Yes, he's had it on that whole time. Michael is the one who actually like set him free. He chopped it yeah. off the other half of the handcuff that handcuffed him to whatever was. Assuming whatever. the other half is still stuck to the fuselage. <laughs> the fuselage. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, I was like, wow. I, to me, I thought it was a continuity error. I was like, oh, did there was there like a scene where, because he was also by himself. And I was like, 
because he kind of stormed off away from Sun. I was like, did he like have a confrontation with no, Michael? He's, that's just like part of his like fashion now is that handcuff. They can't get it's it a off. Beautiful him. bracelet. Yeah, but, suck on but his he's wrist. like he's like in the island. He's like in the jungle or whatever, and Sawyer finds him. Messed up my ride, Chief. Yeah, and just curb stomps and knocks him out. Ties him up. Uh, Shannon's making tarps, and this is when Saeed kind of comes up and he's like, "Hey, you're pretty capable. You can you can hang up tarps. That's pretty cool." Uh, and uh, he pretty he pretty much tells him tells her like, "Hey, I think you should find another friend to build your shelter." Uh, Boone got to me, and Shannon's like, "Brother, sister, fucking Boone, sister, fucking Boone." She goes oh, in the woods it. to find Boone. Instead, she finds Locke. She's like, "Hey, you guys are jungle pals. Where's, where's he at? Where's Boone? Yeah. If he if he wants, to, and it's, I love this like little joke that John Locke's make. She's like, "If he can say it to my face, and if you find him, and she's like going off and rattling off like all these grievances she has with that Boone. Bo- that Locke needs to tell Boone. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then Locke's like, should I be writing this down? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a good scene. Uh, but yeah, and, and then this is Locke again, sort of being the the uh, youth pastor Intuitive of the island. Youth pastor. <laughs> Oh, God. I wouldn't say youth pastor. <laughs> oh, no. He's uh, more effective than youth, path- youth pastor. Yeah. Just yeah. being the intuitive, like, recognizing, being the all-seeing man, Advocate for the island. Like, everyone gets a new start on the island. Yeah, this can be yours. You're a grown woman. Like, you're fully, you don't have to, like, get, yeah. like dig at your brother. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can just do but, what you want. That was a great, kinda, meaningful thing that he said. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but he also is kind of doing something, at least I think, that's uh, serving himself where he's like hey if you yeah if you're doing this if you do this you're giving him exactly what he wants which is your attention, attention. he wants yep. your attention mm-hmm. so even though like john Locke is being you know he's he's portraying himself as like this like ah i'm helping everybody realize their full mm-hmm. potential he's also being a little selfish in a way absolutely he does not want boone to i'm gonna free to my lackey absolutely yeah. yep that's my bottom. I don't want my bottom running off <laughs> right. again. All right. But at the same time, that was a really powerful thing that he said. Like, hey, everybody gets a new start. We're all fucked here. Everybody's fucked here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you fucked your brother or your sister. We're all fucked here. So let's get a new start. We're basically. <gasps> yeah. Does, uh, uh, is Boone, Boone, Boone has a dead dad, right? Does one of them is one of their dads dead? I don't know. I think Boone's. Well, I don't know if they're dead. No, I know just that they're divorced. Separated. We don't oh, okay. know that they're dead. They're dead to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what he did, but he's dead to me. <laughs> yeah. Back in time. Here oh, wait, we go. wait, wait, hold on. We see, oh. we see Sawyer has Jin tied up. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and Sawyer oh, yeah. tells Jin that favorite. it's like Lord of the Flies. You're fucked, basically, is what Sawyer says. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is my favorite part of the episode because I'm like, what is up with this close up shot? Did Vincent yeah. accidentally run off with the camera? Because it's like, mouth of Sawyer, ah, eyes of Sawyer, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. The, like, camera the camera work in the shot is so weird because it's a it's an the over the shoulder handheld yeah. camera. We're selfieing this shot. Okay, get it right. They're you focusing, don't know what selfie means, but. <laughs> yeah, they're just yeah. focusing on Sawyer's mouth. And it's really weird it's the way crazy. it's filmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Wild choice. Yeah. Wild choice. Definitely a choice. This episode was sponsored by BetterHelp. Folks, it's 2024. What does everybody do in the new year? They make resolutions. They set goals. How about 
we don't do that. I mean, you can. It's obviously nice to have goals, but it's also a good exercise to focus on things that you like about yourself. You know, not making all those high pressure goals that you might fail at and just feel worse. You can set smaller goals. And I think therapy can be a good way to access things that you enjoy about your life and focusing on the positive, the gratitude. And BetterHelp is a good way to do that. If you've never given BetterHelp a try, it's therapy that's entirely online. You can do it all from your home and access a therapist by filling out a questionnaire. And if you end up not liking that therapist, you can switch. Again, along with the theme of this ad, uh, no pressure whatsoever. They're not going to have their feelings hurt by it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash streaming things. Happy New Year, everybody. New year, new chances to be thankful for everyone around us. And we are so thankful for every single one of our Patreon members. But now it is time to give a special shout out to our super patrons for the month of January. So thank you so much to Sebastian Generale, Sean Callahan, Stanton Valentino, Bryce Coppin, Susie Callahan, Anthony Corona, Infamous, Sunshine, Huckleberry Cauliflower, Mike from New Hampshire, Brett X, Emily Scarano, Lil Tickler, Svento7, Jay Scramo, Haley Anderson, AK Ashley Ray, Adam Busby, Wendy O'Laughlin, Jason Hawkins, Big Butthorn, Conrad, Kaylee Sampson, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Charlie Friday, Alexis Adler, Peaches, Emmy, Haley B, Joe Velez, Michelle, John Collins, Amber McVeigh, Amanda King, Trisha Bueller, Sun Loving Mortal, Suzanne Road, Lauren Waller, Jen Robinson, Kalisha Reeves, Aaron Armstrong, Kevin Strother, Orion Moore, Ashley Powers, Stephen V, Casey McCain, and Enza. Thank you all so much. And with that, let's get back to the show. Back in time, uh, son uh, has she she's made a, a dinner for Jen. It's a very nice dinner. It looked delicious. Me personally, as someone who loves seafood and sushi, I was like, fuck. I want that right Fuck. now. Uh, but she's like, we want to, I want to enjoy a meal together. We haven't done that in a long time. And Jen's cell phone goes off and he kind of throws a cell phone. He's like, Hey, no work tonight. It's just you and me, baby girl. And <laughs> <laughs> that's when the, the, then the house phone rings and you can just see it in Jen's face. He's like, fuck, I don't want to. Mm, yep. God damn it. I, I, do, I need to answer this, but I really don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to be with son, but he chooses to help out her dad and he's like, hey, why is the factory closed? I thought I told you to tell him a simple fucking message. And he's like, I did. I did do that. You could have called him and told him yourself. But I but I don't know. But this is when just like, oh, shit, he wants me to, like, kill this dude. Because yeah. the whole time there's this other even more special of us, an assistant <laughs> who's like special. who's like got a snipe or a silencer on a pistol. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. wearing a, a white tux because he's he ain't worried about getting that bloody. Mm-mm. Um yeah, he's driving him to uh, Mr. Hong's house and he's like, all right, here's the plan. I'm going to go in the house. You're going to keep the car running. Uh, and then when I get back in the car, you're not going to run any red lights. You're going to go the, the the regular speeding limit. And Jin's like, oh, shit, he's going to kill this guy. And Jin takes it upon himself to rush into the house and just beat the piss out of him in front of his family and everything. Yeah. And before he leaves, he's like, hey, man, the factory opens tomorrow. I just, just saved, saved your, your life. life. Um. Jin looks at the at the little girl. He's very upset with himself. The other guy is like putting his gun like in his his jacket. Like, okay, I guess I'm not killing anybody tonight. It's yeah. fine. No big deal. How? What a buzzkill! 
Right. Right. <laughs> am, I, am I still getting paid? All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. this, this has never happened before. The, dr- oh, the, the driver went rogue. I did. So I think this this is definitely on my mile high high club moments. Um, but I, I did like this scene cause I thought, you know, up until this point, we've talked about it, how Jin's character perceived on the Island is very violent, um, is, you know, there's a lot of darkness that kind of surrounds his character. Um, but this kind of was shedding some light on like his, how he is as a person, like he genuinely didn't want this guy to die. And so he, you know, he took the, he chose the route of the lesser evil scenario of like, well, I'm just going to beat the shit out of this guy. So that way he can at least survive mm-hmm. and not, you know, have his yeah. family see him get murdered. He saved his life twice because like he, he's like the dad, the first time was like, you're going to go murder that bitch. Give him the message. And he didn't get it. He's like, okay, I'll hand deliver this yeah. message to him very literally. And then the second time he's like, Oh, you want me to deliver a message? Yeah. Okay. And so he basically saved his life twice. And even though he beat the shit out of him, he's still like, He's like, I, I don't want your daughter to see you die in front of her. Yeah. I'm not this person. I'm not a murderer. Like, I think this, uh, I, this episode in itself, I think was the redeeming quality for the audience to like Jin and to sympathize yes, with him. Turn him to a sympathetic character. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. To give him that benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though you should just let your wife let her be, be a bikini. little naked on the beach. Sure, like, it's fine. Just, just let her do that. It's fine. No big deal. Let her do it. Yeah. Let her uh, get in the bikini and then you get up on the beach and you look at everyone's like, huh? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You say, hey, look at my hot she ass loves wife. Me. She loves she me. She loves me. Not exactly. you. <laughs> Mr. Insecure. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway. And, then, and then so so Jin rushes back home and this is where we kind of pick up from the scene yes. in House of the Rising Sun where his mm-hmm. hands are all bloody. Mm-hmm. He's trying to wash his hands off. Son's like, what the fuck? What, why are you? Is that your blood? Whose blood is that? Did you do? Did my father make you do this for you? What's going on? What do you do for him? And he says, like, I, I do. I do this for us. And she slaps him. Uh, she's very upset. She leaves him. And then when he's by himself, Jin starts crying and he's literally choosing to be an outsider in his own relationship because he he doesn't he wants to protect son from the truth of what her father is, and oh, so manly of him. I know it's so good that he is, he's protecting the frail uh, flower of a person uh, that son the is. damsel in distress. His wife, oh, oh, damn it. gotta yeah. protect her. Yeah, and, and, the, and she's she's too sensitive to know the she's truth. Weak. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, is- we're just, we're really not making it easy for you over there. <laughs> oh, I'm. Yay! 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 Down with the patriarchy. Hell yeah. Honestly, when I figured out it wasn't just about horses, I kind of lost interest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but back in the present, Sawyer brings Jin back to the beach. Michael wants a piece of him. Like, you burned my boat, son of a bitch. You burned my fucking boat. I did notice that Charlie was wearing a crime hoodie uh, in the scene. <laughs> and. <laughs> If any of you listen to our hot D coverage, like uh, my first thought was like, "Ooh, did Charlie burn the boat? Because he was wearing that crime hoodie. Yeah. Um, but I, I, this scene is so well done because everyone kind of like comes out of the beach. <laughs> there you go. Madison's got her crime hoodie on now. <laughs> everyone comes out of the beach. They're all shouting at each other. Jack is like, hey, we don't know if that was really him. And Michael's like, fuck that. I want to kick his ass. Uh, and the whole time, Jin has no fucking idea what anyone's saying. And I really love there's this little bit of yes, sound design. my favorite where they, part. Yeah. They cut to Jin's perspective mm-hmm. and they like make it so everyone's just saying gibberish and nonsense. Yeah. And you really it. just see this like he's in a really bad bind. He's got yeah. his hands tied. He just got kicked, like kicked in the face by Sawyer and everyone's yelling. And it's it really is a scary moment. Um, and then finally, Michael and Jin start like fighting. And there's this funny moment where like 
Jack's like, oh, we got to stop him. And someone's like, no, no, no. This is between them. <laughs> Michael and the guy that doesn't know anything that we're saying. Yeah. No, just <laughs> and, let and them that, go. And that's enough to stop Jack. Like, ah, yeah, I guess it is between them. <sighs> that's right. This is bro code. <sighs> You're right. It's bro code island. <laughs> <sighs> Thank God. I was really, I was really hoping I didn't have to find someone else today. <laughs> Uh, Women don't matter island. Yeah. And finally, so son. I think they realize like son realizes in this moment, the only way that this is going to be resolved is if I say something. Yeah. Yeah. She has to intervene. Nobody's going to intervene on behalf of Jen. They all assume he's evil. She's the only one who has inside information. And she knows that they're just like going to create a villain and destroy a villain in front of them because that's what they made up in their minds. So yeah, Yeah. she has to do it. Yeah. So she finally steps up and says, yell, stop it. Stop it. Leave him alone. Everyone is surprised. The fuck? The fuck? You speak, (laughs) wait, you speak, you speak English? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was talking shit about you. You heard me? <laughs> you knew what I was saying? Fuck. You you heard me say how high you were? That's fucked up. That's <laughs> fucked up. Uh, yeah, she said that Jin burned his hands trying to put the fire out. He was the, apparently the first one there to arrive mm-hmm. on the scene. Uh, and Mike was like, well, why did he run? And it's like, well, look at what ha- look what's going on. Yeah. Um, and the whole time they keep cutting to Jin, who's just laser focused on fucking Sun, confused, looking like, so what? confused and upset and sad. Mm-hmm. So I think in that moment, like even he knows like that Sounds he like- had he had a hand in pushing her towards whatever this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very sad. Finally, everyone's lying and like you're lecturing us, son, for online when you like. I think Sawyer even says like even your own husband looks like he didn't know you could speak English. Yeah, and- I love how they all turn their hate towards her, which. I was like, what the fuck? Jen beat the shit out of Michael. Yeah. She's doing something to stop the violence. And everyone's like, well, we all hate you now. You fucking You You could speak English this whole time. Like, yeah. The whole logistics of the thought process behind everybody is a little wonky. I agree. Um, Especially because she she did bring an end to like this very violent episode that was happening Mm -hmm. between the two of them. Yeah. I mean, I can understand everyone's like, why didn't you just say something? But in the context of like their marriage, like I'm sure, yeah, she was probably like, that's why I didn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's kind of, she's very torn. She's like, she still apparently cares about Jen. Well, yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, she's, I don't know. They both have their secrets from each other and. Yep. Yep. Uh, but John Locke comes in to save the day as well. He's like, uh, hey, guys, why are we fighting amongst each other when the problem's out there, guys? Out there. The enemy's out there. Uh, and he actually has a pretty good. Yeah. yeah honestly, like in the moment, because truth be told, I, I had forgotten who burned the, the raft. So his explanation was like, well, yeah, obviously that's what is happening. There's others out there on the island. We're not the only people here. Clearly, they're the ones who have burned the island because we have struck war with them by killing Ethan. And this is their vengeance upon us. And everyone sort of kind of buys that. They're like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes complete and total sense. Yeah. Thanks, John Locke, for coming in and telling us how big dummies we are. Yeah. Always being the voice of reason. Yeah. Uh, and everyone leaves. And uh, I really love this wide shot of Sun and Jin. They're the only ones on the island. And Jin leaves her mm-hmm. alone on the island. It's very yeah. sad and like, oh, I stuck up for you, you bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Michael's inspecting the burnt raft. He can't salvage a thing. And he apologizes to Walt for like yelling and getting upset. Yeah. 
and and he's like, hey man, you know what? I'm sorry I got upset, but that's mm-hmm. life. We could start over. Let's start over. And Walt's like, really? You you're just gonna start over? Let me help. That's yeah. a callback to like he really is a great parent. If you think about it, he's like, I overreacted and I was an I was an idiot in front of you. Let me like let me let me start over and let me help you understand what happened, why I, I was that way, and we can do this over. Uh-huh. That was really great. Yeah, I appreciate his recognition of like acknowledging the fact that like he is a, he, human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael's come a long way in his parenting skills on his time during his time on Dead Dad Island. <laughs> <laughs> All the dead dads pitched in, yeah. taught him some lessons. Let me tell you the mistakes oh, no. we made so you won't do them That's yourself. That's what the whispering is. <laughs> yeah, it's whispering is parenting the, advice. All the dead dads. <laughs> Which a tooth fairy gives 25 cents a tooth. <laughs> what? The fuck? Should, should the dads be giving that I don't advice? know. I want to be on Dead Mom Island. Yeah. <laughs> the birds and the bees talk happens at 13. No. What? <laughs> what? Okay. Well, I know what island I want to be. Why are the trees telling me this? <laughs> uh, but we cut to Jin. He's packing up his stuff. He's going to leave. He's going to leave the cave. And, uh, you know, uh, son asks him, you know, when did we stop talking? Because he's not saying a word to her. He's yeah. very upset. Uh, mm. and, and eventually she like yells at him, but in English. So he, again, has no idea yeah. what she's saying. I was going to leave you. Yep. You made me change my mind by giving me a flower and having all that goddamn riz in the airport. <laughs> I hated this scene like the first time I watched it. You made me think you still love me. Yeah, I hated this scene because I'm like, okay, if she really wants to save their marriage, why would she scream at him in English? But then I realized the whole plan that she had in episode six. Yeah. The flashback. She had a whole elaborate ass plan. Yeah. She was going to leave him. Leave him, leave him. Leave him. Make him saw, think she was dead. And then she <laughs> like, saw that twinkle in his eye and he yeah, had that flower. Like, had like, hey, flower. Girl. Oh, you listened to me when I said, remember that time when all you had was a flower to give me and now you're giving me all this riches and shit, but you're right. being a dick. So, yeah, I, I got a little bit more having gone back and seen that. So I get why she screams in English. She can't really tell him how she feels because they're both withholding from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's still withholding. And mm-hmm. I think that's the sad thing is like this is the way that she can like confess, but she's not really confessing. Right. Because, again, he and has neither no is he. idea. And he and from his perspective, the whole you have time, to imagine, he never has. Well, yeah, he has it. But you also have to imagine from his perspective as well. Like he's upset that she kept the idea that she knows uh, English from him. And now she's yelling more English at him, keeping more secrets from him in a way. Mm-hmm. You can imagine like in that moment, he's like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm, this is not helping. <laughs> and yet I'm a hitman and haven't told you yet. Right. <laughs> what he, the fuck? Well, uh, he, he, I he literally like hits men. Play, uh, therapist on this island between the two of them. It's going to be John go. Locke. Send me. Huh? It's going to be John Locke. For sure. No. <laughs> or Kate. I would like Kate. I would accept her. I yeah. would, I, I would, yeah. I would, Tell him my problems. Or Kate. what's that lady? The um, Rose? Donna Rose. 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 Donna. Who the hell is Donna? I don't know. Yeah, Rose. Where's Rose been? Yeah, we yeah. haven't seen Rose in a while. She needs to help Rose them out. Except she's a little religious. Religious though for me. So maybe she's not the best Fair. therapist. Fair. Uh, anyway. So uh, yeah, Sun says, "Hey, I just want to go back to the beginning. Can we start over? We get a little flashback back in time, um, where Jin goes and reunites with his." father who is very alive. much alive and well another secret he kept from son he <laughs> was ashamed of his dad because he's a fisherman mm-hmm. and he wouldn't have lived up to the expectation of son's father yeah mm-hmm. which is really sad to think about and his dad is almost comically way too kind because his know, whole thing is like much. oh my god my son who disappeared here <laughs> buddy what you're married that's 
dope. That's amazing. Oh, you're ashamed. You never told her that I'm alive because you're ashamed that I'm a fisherman and you're worried that That's this, this right. class of, Bro, I get it. I get it. Oh, Go you gotta get kill her. people? It's a good world. It's okay. It's fine. Just do it one more well, time. He literally <laughs> said it's a good world. Well, Jin doesn't tell him that he he, he does beats that. up people. Yeah. Well, but I feel like if if Jin he's had, he would have something. been like, oh shit, maybe it's not a great world. Well, he implies <laughs> do that he's not happy with the yeah. work that he's doing for yes. Sun's dad. And yeah. so Jin's father is like, well, you know, just kind of cap it off and then, you know, mm-hmm. fix, Get fix out your it. marriage. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. the dad is like, I think you like your marriages should be the most yeah. important relationships are more important yeah. than yeah. wealth. So yeah. his, his dad's actually the one that gives Jin the idea, like let the watch deliver be the last thing you do for mm-hmm. her, for mm-hmm. her dad, go to America, save your marriage, walk Wait, away. I'm picturing a moment where Jin is like looking at the watch and then throws it into the ocean. <laughs> And then that's when he goes and talks to Sun. I'm calling uh, it right you're now. You're calling it right now. I really I'm hope calling that it right. Be Honest now. to God, it better. It's better. She's calling some watch I'm catharsis. Calling it. Drown mm. that watch. Symbolism. I'm calling it. What's that movie where that where there's a guy he's going through some catharsis and he has like a letter and he goes to throw it in the ocean but the ocean breeze keeps blowing it back into his <laughs> face and he keeps like Are you thinking of Arrested Development and Job with the check? Yeah, it is Job with <laughs> no. the check. Yeah, <laughs> no. I love that scene. Uh, I thought you couldn't get sand in a watch anyway, or it would stop because it gets in the gears. I learned yeah. that. I learned that from All Dogs Go to Heaven. Great movie. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> it's <a> cartoon. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, but yeah, Jin, so we cut back to Jin and Sun. Jin says it's too late. Sun cries and he walks away and he kind of pauses Idiot. for a moment. Like you think he's going to like, ah. Pussy ass bitch. But then he's like, no, she'll probably speak English to me again. And I'll be really confused. Mm. Uh, and he, and he, and yeah, he, he leaves her. Uh, but everyone's on the beach. Saeed's watching a campfire. Shannon joins him and they kiss. Kiss. Did mm. you like this kiss, Madison? Yes, I did. You did? I love a little kiss. A little kiss. But uh, I said, Shannon, consent, ma'am. You just walked right <laughs> up and laid it when I, she knew he wanted it. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. I oh, think yeah. consent was given a while ago. A while ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another mystery of the island reveal. <laughs> uh, but you're right. Always ask for consent. Always. Yeah. Always. So you'd ask what's that was for. And she kind of repeats the line that Locke said. Everyone gets a new start on this island. Let's start now together. Uh, speaking of Locke, Walt is uh, getting ready to play Hurley and backgammon to, backgammon to give Hurley a chance to win some of his money back. Uh, and Locke joins him instead. And uh, they have another little heart to heart. You know, we find out that Locke does indeed have a dad. He is not cool, though. No. Uh, so we'll find out more about that, I'm sure. Probably because he gave him a for adoption. I mean, <laughs> that, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Probably. He must have sucked in some way or another. He didn't Sometimes want people, me. people like, can't do the right thing. So they're like, you know, it was a good thing. But yeah. if he's saying, if John Locke is saying he wasn't a good man, I suspect sinister acts yes. at play. Yeah. But they both acknowledge. Well, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say that Locke literally just says like, hey, can I ask you something? Why'd you burn the raft, Walt? Ooh. That was a big bombshell, bro. How'd that affect you, Madison? I was like. Fucking Walt, man. What the hell? Because remember, I, I keep thinking about that weird, that episode where he was like, he was interpreted as this like very ominous, like, like yeah. evil yeah. Mm-hmm. kid he character. When his mom died, yeah. he conjured and the bird, the polar he, bear. Like, yeah. fucking sabotaged their way off this island. Like, what a selfish asshole. I was so like, 
He, I don't know. A mouth open. I just was like, in his, I just, I'm tired of moving. Motherfucker. That's this is a home. Stupidest ass excuse I've ever heard. You, you can't get what? mail here. This isn't a residence. What? This isn't a residence. I, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I see the thoughts. I see the thoughts of like a 10 year old. Like, I get it. But like, to, to call, like, to be so committed to that, like, I don't want to move. So you burn your dad's raft that you watched him work on for weeks. Here's the thing. I think it would have worked better. Steve said it's justified. No, no, no. I'm not saying it. No, because it is kind of a silly justification. <laughs> to like, I'm burn dad, like the burn dad's raft. terrible. Yeah. No, but yeah. here's, here's what I think would have been better okay. within the con- context of the show. So we see Walt does have that anxiety of like, oh, I like it here. I kind of want to stay here. Sure. Like maybe he does. That's true. But maybe Walt just conjures the fire with his powers and he like burned it accidentally. Like he was like, I don't think he wanted anxiety. a polar bear to kill him. I agree. Like there's something weird about his powers. Like I don't yeah. think he wanted a polar bear to kill him. Maybe he wanted to be in danger. So his dad would save him so he could see if his dad loved him or not. But yeah, like this one, if he accidentally with his powers, I don't know. It's not really explained. Well, it, it was an accident with my powers. I expected it to be an abs- accident, but I also knew that Walt did it from the time of the fire because you see him like, run towards it like, oh shit, everybody's paying attention to this. Uh-oh. I'm gonna go help. And Michael stops him like, uh, no, I it's on fire. I didn't mean for everyone to know that. The exactly. I kind of like, that's kind of the look he was giving me. Right. So I pegged him as having done it. Um, See, I, I did not catch up on that. I was It was a shock for me when I found out that Walt had done it. Because I think up until that point, I was just like, oh, like it was just like, the bad juju of the island, somebody from Russo's team or someone from Ethan's team. I don't know, but I was not expecting Walt to do it. And then it was just, it was like the camaraderie of both of these characters. Cause Locke acknowledges to Walt that he also likes being on the island. Yeah. So this there's why, yes, there's just a little of this like commonality amongst these two characters that really are not bad like they're not the villains of the show but like in the context of them wanting to kind of keep everybody on the island yeah oh makes them a little bit ominous yeah a little bit so it was i just was like i love it That led to my mistrust of John Locke. Yeah. He's always got advice. He's always got a parable. And what did he say on the beach? Hey, our problem's not here. Stop blaming each other. It's out there. Mm -hmm. But he fucking knew that Wall did it. Yeah. I I don't think that's necessarily Mm, nefarious. You're a John Locke apologist. I am a John Locke apologist. I'm not going to lie. I am a John Locke apologist. He might have a double agenda, though. He wants people to be afraid, but he also doesn't want to give up this child. I also wouldn't maybe give up the child because that could be that could be that could turn very south for that child. If someone found out people who don't get it. Yeah. How kids are. I mean, you saw what Sawyer and Michael did to Jen for thinking he did it. Like, imagine like I could see Sawyer kicking a kid, like Mm -hmm. beating the shit out of a kid. I guess just like I think Locke being the intuitive person that he is or that, you know, I can understand he would see, okay, he knows Walt did it. I think he he sympathizes with this 10 year old's mindset of like he doesn't want to move. And, you know, he but I think it would be more justified in Locke's protecting of Walt if Walt was like felt bad about burning the raft. But had any sort of remorse. Doesn't. Yeah. I feel like he does. Because no. I, I feel like he does mostly because of the scene with Michael previously. Because hey, he realized how how yeah, yeah he realized how important it was yeah, to his dad, and then yeah. yeah, I think that's where the 
I think he had regrets. Regrets. I, yeah. I, I think he still wants to yeah. stay on the island. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, but surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> the next morning, uh, Jin shows up with some bamboo to help Michael rebuild the boat. And fuck yeah. I, that was a big like high five moment for me. I, I love He's that. He's like, did we just become best friends? Didn't we? Yep. <laughs> did we just trauma bond over a woman? Yep. Let's become best friends. <laughs> <laughs> no applause for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Hurley's listening to music. He's, you know, we end the show like a lot. Uh, Saeed and Shannon are doing their thing. Sun goes Making full out. bikini. Here's the thing. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, Dobby is free. <laughs> he means, he means, uh, Sun in her yeah. bikini. Like, she wasn't allowed to do it before. Now she's free. Dobby yes. has a bikini. She's a free elf. <laughs> now I can't get the image of Dobby in a bikini in my head. Thank you for that. <laughs> and he died on a beach. So think about that. <laughs> uh, yes. I was a little uncomfy by like the top to bottom shot of her body. I oh, just no, was yeah, like, that was male gazy it, for it, sure. It started off so nice because yeah. it's, it's, it's a it beautiful wide nice. shot of her releasing <laughs> like, the look at her ass though. Yeah, because yeah, it starts this beautiful wide shot. The the, the wind yeah. carries her robe or whatever she yeah. had. Yeah. She looks great. It's a beautiful shot, and then it cuts to a close up of her. Still great, and then the camera starts panning no, down, and I'm like, that's no, not cool. no, camera I don't. Cringed camera when don't. That don't. Snyder and then cut. they're like, and then they're like, <laughs> Snyder cut. They're like, zoom in, zoom out, yeah, zoom in closer, <laughs> and then they cut. Like, oh come on, <laughs> but but I did, uh, I did like it was just kind of like the montage of like kind of in ca- like capping off where everybody is at at the end of this episode. Um, I did like the abrupt like music stop. The Walkman. The that Walkman. Was super fun. Yeah. The Walkman died, and Harley's just like, well, son of a bitch. Fuck. <laughs> and then that's it. That's it. Lost. Lost. In translation. Which brings us to Beach Please. <laughs> Let me see if I can do that different do it every again. time. Do it again. Beach Please. Oh, it's a haunted beach. <laughs> Is, that, Dad Is that Dead Dad <laughs> giving the beach please segment it is uh so beach please is gonna be relatively short for this episode not a lot of fun facts i was able to dig up but i did find a couple um uh so jit this is kind of a continuity error that i think is funny in this episode we get a whole new continuity error that is very funny so if you remember in the house of the rising sun jen brings home the puppy right mm-hmm. and it's like here's this puppy we got it for you and we see how he got the puppy now, in the timeline of the show, the next day, her dad's like, hey, the factory's still closed. Go send him a real message. And that's when Jin goes and beats him up, runs in. He's got blood on her hands, on his hands. Well, in the context of House of the Rising Sun, when that scene plays out, Jin coming home with the blood on his hands, that dog is full grown. Mm-hmm. So in the con- He walks with- right up in there in the bathroom for a second and walks out. So in a day, this puppy has mm-hmm. been gone from a puppy to a full grown dog. It's magic. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. I- yes. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's one of those con- like contexts. I'm sure when the writers wrote it, they weren't like, oh shit, that was a grown ass dog that we well, had. Well, I'm sure nobody. Yeah, I'm sure the writers were like, they're not going to yeah. They're not gonna know. It's fine. Also, yeah. it's probably way harder to train a puppy to follow someone into a room than a full-grown dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that be they, surprised. They wrote these episodes yeah. at different writing stages exactly. of yeah. the show yeah. as well. Uh, this episode, based off the ranking system that I've been referring to 
uh, all uh, on IMDb. This episode is ranked 19th. So relatively oh, really? pretty low. Okay. It's ranked pretty low on that's the list. That's kind of shocking. Yeah, that's yeah. surprising that it's 19th. Yeah. yeah. a little shocking. I don't think it should be that low. The fact that it's above the Charlie episode. Yeah. Right? That's a little weird. Mm-hmm. That is a little weird. I agree. That one was rough. And this next uh, Beach Please was actually sent in a couple weeks ago from listener of the show, Antonio. Uh, he DM'd me on Instagram with this fun little fact, and I've been holding on to it for an episode that featured Walt. So Antonio writes in, Malcolm David Kelly, who is the actor who plays Walt, is the MK in the music duo MKTO. And you might know that <gasps> band from their 2015 one-hit wonder classic. Shut up! I'm looking that up right now. Do you know that song? Yes. Yeah? It's a pretty it's a it's pretty a good, good song. Yeah. I, I I I honestly was not super familiar with it before. What? Yeah, it's, that's what, baby. Oh my god! <laughs> Shut up! Wait, hold on. That just blew my fucking mind. Are you a big MKTO fan? No, but I love that song. It was like that was. I would have been a junior in high school. Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. I just, We're I all just feel old. like it's it, that's just the automatic response to. <laughs> Sorry, but wow, that's wild. That's crazy. I only know that band from that one song, so I don't know how successful I mean, they were. I think but that's that. I mean, it is called a one-hit wonder. Oh, so. Okay, amazing. Uh, but yeah, uh, Mike, Michael, or sorry, Malcolm David Kelly, MK in uh, MKTO. So I thank you, that. Antonio, for writing in that little that's tidbit. That was fun. so fun Good. to find out. Yeah. Awesome. That has been this week's edition of Beach Please, Beach, please. Uh, which brings us to our mile high favorite moments, where we rank our top three favorite moments of the episode. Let's start with Erica this time, Ooh. and we'll go around. Uh, Erica, what is your number three favorite moment? of the episode i think my number three favorite moment was saeed he went up to boone and he was like hey you know trying to have that bro code moment mm-hmm. and boone was all pissy about it. and he's like uh hey just so you know i was extending a courtesy i was not asking permission it's <laughs> hot the poly- oh that was hot <laughs> that was hot Stupid, like sexy i Saeed. say i was asking you for your permission to date shannon i was just Telling, telling you, I was you. gonna Just do let, it, you know, to give you time to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen. That's so funny. It's gonna happen. That was my number three. Madison, your number three. Um, I kind of, I'm, I'm having a hard time picking, but I'll, I'll commit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there, I felt like there were a lot of good moments. I, I really liked this episode with Jin's backstory, but I, um, I liked my number three is the continuance, or I should say, like the the better explained bathroom scene between Jin and Sun where you kind of, Oh, this is, this is kind of where this scene like happens, like the, the previous moments before, and then it being, there's more context to that scene um, where the, the futuristic dog, the very quickly grown dog enters the bathroom. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, yeah. But I liked that scene. And then you also kind of get this emotional release from Jin crying in the mirror and, you know, as the audience are like, oh, he really, he really does have a good heart. He's just in a very shitty situation. So that's my number three. That's Steve. a great number three. My number three. Uh, I know you guys are familiar with Island Boys, right? Island Boys. That I think song. you mentioned this last time. Oh yeah, that's right, Madison. You weren't familiar, but I'm familiar now because you recently 
It's a real tragedy. Exposed me to, <laughs> it's me. A real Exposed tragedy. Me to it. It's a real rough well, moment. <laughs> uh, my number three favorite moment isn't quite Island Boys, but it's Boat Boys. Uh, when Jin shows up with the bamboo and he and Michael are going to be working together. Oh, I don't know, something good. about that that pairing of letting bygones be bygones and they're like going to work together to get off the uh, the island. Something about that's like, yeah, yeah, bro, let's fist bump it. Let's hug it out. Let's hug it out. Let's... Babe, let's build a huge boat together. That's right. They call each other babe. Babe, let's build a huge boat together. It's going to float on that water. We're going to catch waves. And uh, yeah, leave our worries behind. Akuna Matata, baby. <laughs> uh, Erica, what is your number two favorite moment? Of so my, this number, my number two moment is the, the scene where we catch Jen and everything's going on around him in chaos. And they have taking the sound design and everyone who's speaking English, it all gets turned to gibberish. So that way you get to hear from Jen's perspective. Mm -hmm. Like all these people are in chaos. Everyone's so angry and he doesn't know what's going on. That is a good scene. Can you imagine? Like that's so hard. Um, Like how do you even, how do you cope with that? What do you do? I guess you are pure fight or flight in that moment. You're so I mean, fucked. yeah, I mean, so I, you know, how do you, how do you blame him for anything that he does during that moment? Everyone's fighting in chaos around him and he doesn't know what's going on. That's really difficult. So that was actually my favorite. Cause I loved being put in that different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody wants to hate on Jen from the beginning of the episode when he's like, what are you doing out in your bikini? You know, like, ho, like yeah. cover up. <laughs> Don't show off my goods and like treat, you know, you think, He's treating her like property because we also don't know what he's saying to her. Yeah. And then the t- the um, Titus turns and no one, he doesn't know what anyone's saying about him. him. So yeah. it must be really difficult situations. I actually appreciate the perspective that that scene gave. Yeah, that's good. Madison, you're number two. My number two um, is the scene where we find out that Jin's dad is not dead. Um, he goes to visit his father and I think he's, he's trying to reconnect with this element of his past. Like he appreciated himself prior to being jaded by son's father, even though son is like this amazing person that he has married, you know, he still is wanting to like be reminded of who he was before. And so I think his dad revisiting his dad, um, kind of like telling his dad about like what he's done. Um, I guess not like knowing that his dad would be very forgiving um, was really sweet to see, but also just Jin kind of reconnecting with like, like understanding like the groundwork of like what he actually needs to do, which is fixing his marriage. Um, And so I I thought it was a very sweet moment between him and his dad. And that's why it's my number two. I think that moment is interesting too, because um, you know, I was irritated with the acting about his dad being so happy, but then I I just remembered just now while you were talking like, Oh yeah. He he thought his son was like not gone. Like he had lost his son. He's just a late, he doesn't give a fuck about what he's saying. He's just happy that he showed up and it's all about relationship. And that's what he advises him to do. Like, it doesn't matter, you know, all these details, what matters is human connection, like save your marriage, save your relationship. So yeah, that's a really good moment. Lovely. Lovely. We all, we all want, we, I feel like we're really bonding. What's your number two? Yeah. My, my number two is, uh, I think it was Madison's number three and that's Jin saves a life. Mm. Uh, just the scene of, so Jin sort of like being a man of action and like saying like, no, I'm not going to let, um, 
uh, son's dad kill get this guy killed. So he 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 steps up, he beats the piss out of him, and says like, "I just saved your life." And then it leads into the the washing of the hands and mm-hmm. uh, talking with son and like, "Hey, I do this for you." Like, it's it's a complicated scene, but it's 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 very good at sort of like showing you like he is in a really rough spot, and is he making perfect decisions? No, not at all. But he's a human being, and he's not the monster that you could easily see him being if you don't speak their language, know his backstory, know what he's going through. Um, and it just adds so many layers to that character. And that's why I think that's my number two. I really, really enjoy it. What's your number one, your favorite moment of the episode, Erica? All right. This one's a complicated one, but not really. Okay. My number one favorite moment is like, as they're fading out on the episode in sun is in her bikini because that butt shot you wanted that it butt wasn't shot? that like, it was butts. the fact that she was like smiling like Debbie is free I'm free like and it's complicated because she gave up a lot to get there and she doesn't want to have given up what she had to so it's super duper complicated um but it's like a really powerful moment because you know like she loved her husband she was gonna leave her husband she doesn't know what's going on they're having these really complicated feelings but she's still able to like you know, recognize within herself that she's finally getting to be able to be free, finally being able to be a person. She mm-hmm. gets to feel the the sand in her toes, the the sun on the her skin. Her hey, feel the rain on your skin. No one else can feel it for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, like, amazing. <laughs> Miss Natasha Bedingfield over yeah, there. That's yeah. great. But like honestly, that moment for her was like kind of powerful. Like I gave up a lot. Um, I felt a lot, but now I get to be a person. And I think that that's the first time that she's been able to be a person in the series so far. So I love yeah. that part. That it's was completely number one. raw, like yeah. needing to like look over her shoulder and need the, uh, need the approval of somebody else. Exactly. Exactly. Very, it was a good scene. That was my number one. Um, Madison. My number one was the, I think it was your number three or number two, where it's the, it's essentially the scene where son speaks English for the first time. And yes. there's, there's that commotion on the beach between everybody and Jin is uh, you, you hear all of like the the moshed English language um, to kind of give perspective to what Jin is hearing. But it was just a very intense moment, a lot to take in, especially like between Michael and Jin, between Sun and Jin um, and then everybody else coming to the realization, oh, Sun can speak English. Like, what does this mean moving forward? Um, it was just a very intense scene. I like how it was filmed. Um, and I thought the acting between uh, Jin and Sun, those two actors, was really, really good. Um, so that's my number one. Steve? Uh, my number one is uh, uh, Sun's Out of the Bag. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, no, the scene where a lot of a lot of great stuffs coming on. I mean, like you mentioned, the audio design f- for from Jen's perspective, Erica, uh, that's great. And just the whole like the 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 climax of this the seventeen episode long story arc of Jen having, or I'm sorry, Son having this the secret, and it finally coming out in this explosive way. It really uh, it, it's a satisfying payoff to this. Now, I'm interested to see where, you know, this relationship uh, goes, not only like Sun and Jin's relationship, but their relationship to the the, the group at large. Like now that, you know, people are kind of like, oh, we can't trust her now. She can't even talk about uh, how she knows English with her husband. Like it it sets up very interesting dynamics. And now we don't have to tiptoe around like, 
uh, who who knows that Sun can speak English? Like how how can we get Michael or Kate in situations where she can talk to them? But now she can just talk to people. Really, and yeah. we can we can like move forward with this. And I'm really excited about that. And it was just a really well done scene. And that's why it is my number one uh, favorite moment of the episode. Which brings us to our passenger princess, who was the best actor of the episode, Erica. Who is your pr- pr- uh, passenger princess for, in passenger translation? Princess, I know this was a very gin heavy episode, but my my passenger princess is actually Sun uh, Yoon Jin nice. Kim. Nice. Um, I felt like Jin was doing a great job. Don't get me wrong. It's I think the trouble is in the direction, and that he is such a stoic character that he doesn't mm. often feel, and so he does break down into moments of feeling. But I feel like the the moment when uh, when Sun screamed, like, leave him alone, it was so visceral. Like her voice when she's screaming, like gave me chills. And I just believed her like she was she was doing such a great job with that. So that is why um, my passenger princess is Eugene Kim. Madison. It was a tough choice um, between Yunjin Kim and Daniel Day Kim. I th- I did land on Daniel Day Kim, I think, because mainly because I don't think I had given him the award previously. Um, and I believe I had given Yunjin Kim the award um, for a previous episode. So and I, I I do think he he did carry a lot of the episode just being on screen the most. So mm-hmm. I think that in itself deserves um, the award, um, but also having to dive into the difficulty emotions of like bearing the weight of like hiding from hiding your life from your wife and life from your wife. Um, and so I, and ultimately I just, I think he did a really good job this episode. Um, all things considered. So Steve, I'm going to agree with you. So I gave Daniel day Kim my passenger princess as well. This is a very tough choice. I think if you pick, um, either of those two actors, uh, you're cause they're, they're both crushing it on the screen in their individual roles. Um, I just lean towards giving it to Daniel Day Kim for this episode specifically because the episode does revolve around him. So he's required. There's a lot required of him to like keep the episode together. But also I'm always I'm just so impressed by him specifically just because he's playing this actor who's acting off characters that he's he can't understand. And I think he does that so well. He walks this tight line of like not making this scenes like like not enjoyable because it's like someone who's just not in the scene with a, with their scene partner because they're just so removed from what's happening. Like, but he's able to like be in the scene with them, but at the same time illustrate that he, he doesn't know what's going on. And even that one scene you mentioned when son screams and it's visceral and it's very, it's a very powerful raw uh, delivery. And I think that's a hundred percent true. I also think just that cutaway to him and seeing him process, confused, like, yeah. confused and processing, like, did, did she just speak? And just the hurt, the confusion, the pain, the the guilt is is is, is on display there. And I think that is a, a very subtle way of acting. And it's, it just impresses me every time. I think um, he does a lot with subtlety. Yeah. Yeah. He can he can express a lot with just a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I have given I've given it the award to him before. But, you know, I, I felt like I had to give it to him again. Uh, which brings us to our last segment, Lost and Found. We're keeping track of all the mysteries. Are there new ones? Are there old ones? Have they answered any? Uh, and this is another episode. Where I don't think they answer anything. I think we were continued. The the the, the questions are still there, right? Mm-hmm. Do, does anybody have any new mysteries to add to the list? 
because I did not pick up on any. Yeah, that's um, what I can think of. I no. think when Kit comes back next week, uh, next Monday's episode, we'll run th- down this list again and make sure yeah. we haven't skipped anything. But I don't think anything was added. I don't think anything was added. Yeah, nothing was added. Nothing very, was answered. A, a very character-based episode. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they focus on the island very much at all, if any. I mean, that one little blip from John Locke, like, hey, you're all fighting about what we're doing, but the problems on the outside, that was like basically the only mention to anything that yeah. wasn't going on right. interpersonally within the characters of the island. Yeah, I agree. Everything else was pretty character. Uh, but so that pretty much wraps up this episode of Streaming Things, uh, episode 17, Lost in Translation. Um, I want to thank Erica for being on with us today. Thank you so much. I'm happy Thank to you. Volunteer. I'm volunteering. <laughs> uh, Erica will be joining us on Friday as well for Numbers episode 18. Check that out on uh, on Friday. Wednesday though, we have a very special guest. It'll be Madison and I and a very special mystery guest. Uh, we will be covering the movie Yesterday by Danny Boyle, ch- uh, chosen by patron Charlie Friday. So look forward to that on Wednesday. It's kind of funny. Charlie Friday, look forward to his episode on Wednesday. The <laughs> real episode on Friday is lost. Yeah, I know. I, as I'm saying it, I'm realizing it now. And I'm like, oh shit, this is kind of a weird thing. Maybe we should have like leaned into that. Um, but hey, that has been streaming things. We got to return some videotapes. My name is Steve. I'm Erica. My name's Madison. And I'm Steve. And this was streaming things. Happy streaming. Happy streaming.